to the Be The Change podcast, a global volunteers production where we will explore people traveling, volunteering, and living outside their comfort zones. Welcome back to the Be The Change podcast. I'm Ruth Curran, and I'm so glad you came back to join me today. In this episode, we're going to be hearing stories about how people's expectations changed. You might think that you have an idea of what this is all about. You might have an expectation right now about the kinds of stories you're going to hear and the changes that might have happened. However, some of these stories are going to surprise you. Those changes sometimes happened during a service program. A few of them happened beforehand, even before they got to their location. And one of these stories took a really long time for those expectations to change. And in this case, the wait was worth it. Our first story today is from Gila. Gila is a speech and language pathologist, and she works and lives on Long Island. I've gotten to know Gila pretty well recently, and I've come to appreciate her perspective and her outlook on life. This story, more than just about anything else, let me understand Gila's perspective just a little bit more deeply. So Gila told me the story about the trip that she took to St. Lucia working on the Reaching Children's Potential program with Global Volunteers. Gila said that she took this trip, in her words, in honor and gratitude of her family to celebrate a big round number birthday. Pretty monumental event for her. Here's how she tells the first part of this story. I was going to go with the flow. Um, I was actually originally going by myself. Uh, but when I, I sort of spread the word amongst um, friends and family, I had someone who asked if they could join me. I didn't know her well. She was a friend of a friend. And I just said, sure. Uh, and she had a lot more questions that I didn't have to answer because I went with no expectations. Whatever was going to be in front of me, I was going to do, I was going to handle, and it was going to be fine. My feeling was um, there was nothing, I, and there is nothing I can't do, tolerate, do without for two weeks in my life. Whatever was going to be in front of me, that's what it was going to be. And that perspective to me provided me with a, a, a concept of, of gratitude. And that's really why I went. I was open to anything. Okay, so Gila gets to St. Lucia. She's got an open mind, open heart, ready to go. She starts working with the Reaching Children's Potential program. She starts seeing not only how much impact she can have on other people, but how much those people really are making her life better as well. Let's let her tell the story. She tells it so much better than I do. So that's twofold. So the value is uh, twofold. One is, you know, I have this expertise. I have this skill set. I have the ability to go and 
teach, it doesn't have to be professional. Teach, uh, you know, a mom how to play with their baby and that can uh, translate into a love of literacy, the basis of further cognitive development. So that's my skill set that I can share. And what came back to me was, uh, you know, and I've been at this for a very long time, I felt uh, invigorated to continue to do that in my own practice when I got home. It, it felt less stale to me when I returned to be able to do that here in my own country. So to me, everybody benefits, the babies, myself, the, the caregivers. It was of value to everybody. If you've been listening in, this voice will sound very familiar to you. This is your first time joining me. It's my pleasure to introduce you to one of my favorite people. Her name is Lisa. She's the Dean of the Environment at the University of Washington. She's a longtime professor, world-renowned climate change scientist, and all-around really spectacular person. Lisa and I were talking about a trip, actually the one where we met. We went to Oringa, Tanzania, and while there, Lisa was teaching a course at the University of Oringa about climate change, her area of expertise and her passion. When Lisa walks into a classroom in the United States, she can pretty much read the room, figure out how she needs to react, how students are going to react to her, and how she needs to adapt according to the situation. The one thing that Lisa knew when she walked into this situation is that she had no idea what she needed to know. Let's listen to her tell that story. I had, shall we say, um, what they refer to in Zen Buddhism as a beginner's mind. I knew that I didn't know what I was getting into. So, for example, I'm a professor, so this is what I do. I teach. And in general, I know what the students know already. I have an idea about what they either want to learn or need to learn. And I have a pretty good idea of the variety of ways in which students learn best. And, and there's many ways students learn best, but, but have a sense of this range of options. I knew very little about that. And I knew that it was going to be important because it was only two weeks to get up to speed as fast as I could. And luckily, and I'm very grateful for this, the students taught me what it was that they knew what they needed to know and how they learned best. I really like this next story. It was told to me by a woman named Cindy who's been on a whole lot of global volunteer service programs. We were talking about perspective shifts in her and in people that she's been with and on teams that she's led. The one that sticks out for her, though, the one time that she noticed a huge perspective shift was her own, and it happened as she got on the plane to go on her very first service program. I will be honest with you, I do recall that, and it was actually before I got to my first project. It was on my airplane ride, leaving my day job, my comforts, uh, my quote regular life and just I what I really remember is a sense of letting go and I 
I somewhat thrive in ambiguity and I was jumping right into ambiguity. And there's something, there's an adrenaline rush, there's a little bit of fear going somewhere that you don't know anyone and you've never been there before. But for me, there that's an exciting kind of fear. It feeds me, it gives me energy. And I think ultimately it brings me to who I am at the core of being a person. And I'm not with my trappings, I'm not with my job title. I, it's, you know, I had a social studies teacher in high school when you walked in the door, you had to put your facade in the facade bucket. And I love that analogy and I've actually stolen it and borrowed it and used it at work and in a number of places. But theoretically, that's, that's what we do. And we get back to who we truly are and our values and that it doesn't matter if you're purple or polka dotted or wearing jeans or wearing a suit or what have you. We get to connect with people, including ourselves. We get to connect with people at the purity of who we are. Our final story today looks at perspective shifts from a completely different angle. This story came up in a conversation with a man named Merrick. Merrick represents Global Volunteer's longtime community partner in Poland, and he works pretty closely with both the government and Global Volunteers to make sure sites are working well, volunteers are utilized well, and that everything about the relationship between Global Volunteers and the Polish people is working and is benefiting all. Merrick told me the story of the cumulative effect of 3,000 volunteers over 26 years in his community and how that has shifted the perspective in Poland and in his communities has opened opportunities for young people so that they can shift their perspective and see the world through a different lens. Let's let him tell this story in his beautiful words and in his beautiful accent and in his beautiful way. Sometimes, you know, the volunteers don't see if they come for two, three weeks, you know, they say, okay, we didn't help a lot. That's, uh, that's not enough. But if you put together these people, you know, this uh, 3,000 people and everyone uh, work, you know, four hours every day, uh, in the schools or individual lesson with uh, volunteers, there are thousands, thousands of uh, lessons and uh, thousands of students use this chance to learn English. That's amazing. When you look at it as a whole, instead of an individual contribution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, you know, the, it's just difficult to believe that, you know, the program, when we started in 1990, it can be so big. Uh, so many people come to help us and they are so friendly and you know, they are so open. It's not only, you know, to share the language. I think the most important what we got from them, you know, is to share the heart, the friendship. And uh, that's what we uh, got from them. But we also... The, the people in Poland, you know, they are open also to, to this friendship. And that's what many volunteers told me uh, at this time, you know, that's 
not only give something to the people, but also they get from the Polish people uh, a lot. We have wonderful kids, we have wonderful parents, and we are working together because one of the rules uh, of global volunteers is work together, not that they're doing something uh, for us, but also we, they have to work with us. That's what we are doing. I guess it's not that surprising that consistency and continuity of service in a community can really change perceptions and expectations. Thank you for joining me today. Our next episode's an interesting one. The title pretty much says it all. It's personal. The stories that we're going to hear come from such a deeply personal place for every single one of the storytellers. Here's a tiny peek at one of these beautiful personal stories. What I found really surprising when I told my grandmother that I was going to Cuba and I was expecting her to be like, why? Like, why would you go there? Like, you know, I suffered there. Um, she was really, really excited. She had a lot of pride for this place that she was from. And I think there is something to be said for like, no matter how much, you know, you may have negative experiences in a place, if it's the place you're from, you're always going to love that place. If you'd like to learn more about anyone featured in today's episode, go to bethechange.blog and choose episode number five. If you'd like to learn more about participating in a global volunteer service program, go to www.globalvolunteers.org. See you next time.